At the end of our last Storytime episode, I'd renewed my contract and signed on the dotted line. I'd been convinced to stay by a few things, some extra perks thrown into my package, the promise that one of the new teachers, Dodie, wouldn't be my boss, and the supplementary promise that the manager of the international department, Jane, would remain here at the school to enforce those aforementioned promises. Then, if you'll recall, I discovered in one harrowing fail swoop at the final international department meeting of the year that Dodie was going to be, well, some form of my boss at least. Even if he did say, Don't worry, I won't make you call me boss. And that Jane was leaving the school and wouldn't be enforcing anything in this troubled town. As Dodie had said, not long after he joined us, This is my town, sent shivers down my spine. After that, I learned by way of a slightly drunken gossipy jest that rumours have been circulating about me and the married biology teacher. Everyone knows. Put it all together and what do you get? I needed to get out. But I was locked in, contractually bound, with a hefty penalty for withdrawing. Spring was now receding and the end of the second semester was merely weeks away. The long and welcome summer holiday was soon to come and all the foreign teachers in the school had made up their minds about whether to go home for good or to remain in the Middle Kingdom, either at this school, the Cradle of Elites, or somewhere else in this vast and mysterious country. For some, like Jess, Malcolm Gladwell, Douglas Coupland, same thing, whatever, the decision was simple. For her, the job wasn't very fulfilling, and there was something about being in prison behind large fences which was, well, it just didn't feel right on some level. Besides, she had an interview with the school in Shanghai, and they were offering a ton more money than this school offered, so the writing was very much on the wall where that was concerned. Then there was Kelly, for whom much of the year was defined by ongoing battles to secure a better diet than the complimentary offer dished up by the school's canteen staff. Such was her almost single-minded focus on the pleasures of food. Kelly to world, judge me if you want, assholes, this is who I am. For others, well, for Eddie, we all know you're talking about me. I'd appreciate it if you said it straight. The decision had been made on his behalf. The Laowai get away with a lot in China, but there was only so much swearing and throwing objects at kids that the management could tolerate. And Eddie had simply thrown one border razor too many. The fact that at least one kid had turned to eating glass in his classroom probably didn't help his case. The rest of us decided to make it official and have one more night at Brew Kettle. It had witnessed many a drunken drama throughout the year, including that moment when Penny and Mark locked horns. talking and raised his hand, like a child in one of our classes. May I say something? He said. Sure. Go fuck yourself, bitch. But both of them were back to play pool and wish each other Godspeed for their following adventures. Mark was moving on. There's only so many things you can put up with, and this school is not one of them. But Penny, much to my surprise, was staying at the cradle, having had reassurances from Jane, the manager. Penny's concerns, you might remember, were of the pedagogic variety. The teachers in seventh grade speak very good English, but they won't speak English to kids in the hallways. She literally just wanted to teach the kids in the best way possible and felt constantly frustrated by bad decisions and bad communication. This is pretty noble if you think about it, compared to the rest of us. Anyway, she may have had reassurances from Jane, but as we now discover, Jane is quitting. So, I wouldn't put much faith in that. Jane wasn't at the pub for our final drinks that night, but one of her goons, one of her enforcers, Abe, I saw Adam caring for all his students no matter what they do, how naughty they are, came to join us. The other goon was Shin, 
but she wasn't here tonight. I had had zero contact with her since the pneumonia debacle at Christmas. Chinese teachers are also sick, but they still work. You've used up your sick day allowance, and the parents are complaining. But it wasn't just me that Shin wanted to avoid. Most of us, in our own ways, had fallen out with Shin. She was also leaving in the summer break. Shin would have taken a lot of flack from teachers on behalf of the school. A bit like when people get angry at customer service assistants on the phone. They don't deserve that. They don't make the rules. Still, who else are you going to sound off to? Abe wasn't the only member of the Chinese staff who joined us for our final piss-up, though. My two co-teachers, Yuan. Oh, is this a slang word? Nicked. And Qian. Who doesn't speak English, looked up something in the dictionary and just said one word. Explode. Well, they were here to drink Bacardi breezes and talk quietly about school stresses. Also, all-girl art class teacher Lily was here. The one who had joined in the freezing countryside for the Lantern Festival. Remember the goose we killed earlier? Wait a minute. There's a more appropriate clip in the records for Lily. Now where is it? Yes. Lily switched to voice messages. The phone pinged. Anyway, she's very pretty, and I think... I think if you want to date her, maybe you can. Because she stayed here herself. Maybe just go back at weekends. So, she is lonely. And you are lonely, so I understand. I think if you want to date her, maybe you can. If you want to date her, date her, date her, date her. It was Lily who'd encouraged me to date the married biology teacher. As I stood there beside the pool table, watching Penny and Mark battle it out in fairly good spirits, I peered over at Lily, as she sat there with the other Chinese teachers, the three of them giggling and flushing red and gently teasing each other. And I wondered. I wondered about Lily. And then I wondered about what Jane had told me. There are many women here. Single women. Very versatile. You can ask me if you want some advice or help, okay? Then I wondered about what Dodie had told me. They lie. It's a power struggle. And if they are to get on with the managers, they have to prove themselves somehow. This comes in the form of lies, deceit, gossip. Do this and they get trust from those above. And with that might come new opportunities. So when a teacher comes up to you and says something like, so-and-so said such-and-such about you, you call them out on it. Often they are spreading rumours, lying. Get to the source, solve the problem. And then finally, I wondered a little more about what Lily had told me. I can keep it a secret. Like a lover or a girlfriend. No, not a girlfriend. A lover. But don't tell anybody. Was the temptation to gossip too much? Gossip was like a currency around here. This comes in the form of lies, deceit, gossip. It can be used to gain trust, to establish rapport, to create guanxi, China's version of the force. Or was it a real-life case of Chinese whispers, where Lily had indulged a little too much information and what had begun as a pretty innocent trip to the biology class had turned into a full-blown affair? Get to the source, solve the problem. Get to the source, solve the problem. Dodie had said. So when a teacher comes up to you and says something like, so and so said such and such about you, you call them out on it. 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 I took a large gulp of Qingdao beer, emptying the bottle, and placed it on the bar. I fixed Lily squarely in my sights, and how many beers have I had? I felt lucid and yet drunk and yet lucid. Numerous chairs and people littered the area. 
creating something of an obstacle course in front of me. But I had landed on a mission objective. Lily had questions to answer. I began walking towards her. Yeah, looks like it's me and you staying another year. Arizona man stopped me in my tracks. Remember Arizona man? Okay, pumpkin, he said when I answered the door. Sometimes you wonder if they'd even let you leave. <laughs> Gold dust, that's what we are. Like in that movie, you know, where you're free to leave until... until you try. I don't know. The Shining? Cliffhanger. Stallone. That's not how I recall Cliffhanger. Yeah, and it's not like we haven't pushed our luck, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I didn't know what the man was talking about by this stage. And not just because I was drunk. Damn, I mean, who would have thought a few memorabilia weapons would get the authorities so worked up, huh? Most of those guns don't even fire anymore. And the sword? Well, it's more blunt than a butter knife. Oh, yeah. Arizona man had tried to import a load of weapons. But why did you include ammo? Memorabilia ammo, he replied. Anyway, we all got our vices, don't we, my man? He slapped me on the back and chuckled. Was I supposed to know what he was talking about? Well, in case I hadn't cottoned on, the man spelled it out for me. So that biology teacher, huh? Nice moves. I haven't been doing anything with a biology teacher. Your secret's safe with me. Listen, Don. I didn't refer to Arizona man as Arizona man when addressing him directly. Listen, Don. Who told you about this? The man took a little convincing. Not only because he didn't want to divulge the crucial information, and not only because his military training made him near impervious to spilling secrets, even under intense torture, but because it's hard to keep the man on topic, especially when the topic isn't him. But eventually the story came out. It was during one of the lunch breaks. We'd been sitting around in the teacher's lounge, having our lunchtime coffee as we did. I went to play piano, which had become a bit of a lunchtime habit before going back to class. Well, once I was gone, the rumour came out. And the spreader of that rumour was Dodie. Dodie had been accumulating information from various teachers, getting their opinions on this and that, in these little sessions. I'd been invited to one myself. And you went? Well, Dodie portrayed this little operation as a gathering evidence from the teachers here to make his own teacher work more effective. But it involved a fair bit of offloading. Teachers with gripes had this ready and willing ear that was there to listen to any and all concerns. Dodie was being a good listener. He was on your side. What I didn't realise, he was also talking to our Chinese co-teachers and getting extra dirt on everyone from there too. Now I don't think my co-teachers were particularly inclined to gossip. There wasn't even much to gossip about where I was concerned. There was an agenda at play. There are many women here. Single women. Very versatile. Jane had told me about the versatile women here, and effectively encouraged me to date one of the female teachers. I'd even been on a date with a Chinese teacher called Shirley. Snuggled into the back between my date and Lily's eight-year-old son was a nervous teacher, Adam. We pulled out of the school front gate and as Erica programmed in City Mall into the satellite navigation system, Shin from the HR office saw me through the window. I felt a bit like a trapped hamster. A trapped hamster going on a date. The look in Shin's eyes suggested she knew exactly what was going on. Probably more so than I did. And of course, there was Shu, the biology teacher. But the Shu thing didn't amount to anything. Well, that sounded pretty juicy coming from Dodie, said Arizona Man. Arizona Man didn't have all the facts. I had to piece a lot of it together myself. 
as part of Dodi's entry into the higher echelons of the International Department Management Strata. He was tasked to finding out information about us. The Chinese teachers, unlike the foreign teachers, were instructed to cooperate in this little project. Lily had no choice but to say that teacher Adam had a connection with Shu, the married biology teacher. That little tidbit in the bank, Dodi did the rest. The idea that I had a romantic connection in the school played well in the management because it acted as a potential anchor, keeping me in place for a little longer. Arizona man wasn't joking that we were gold dust. Not many Laowai venture into places like this, a school in a countryside city which doesn't have a train station, especially to a school on the outskirts of a countryside city which doesn't have a train station, and especially to live within the school gates of a school on the outskirts of a countryside city which doesn't have a train station like a hamster in a cage, a hamster teaching English. Teacher Adam having an affair wasn't juicy gossip. There wasn't leverage that could be used later on to bribe me or something. There was a practical reason, practical reason for this teacher to want to renew his contract for another year. And with that, some 60 kids' parents are satisfied, and the money just keeps on rolling in. Would you like a drink? Said Abe through the noise. That's Abe, one of Jane's goons to celebrate that you are here another year. <laughs>